We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. There it is, Brian Driscoll, playing yeah, your tune. Sir, you came through. <laughs> That's right. Budweiser's weekday sports beat and Brian Driscoll from irishbreakdown.com. Loving that CBS college football theme. Oh, so wonderful. <laughs> well, um, let's start with the bad news, I guess. Avery Davis is out with an ACL. So let's let's talk about him. You know, more specifically him. How big a loss is just what he brings or has brought to the wide receiver unit? Oh, it's it's a big loss. I mean, just beginning with what he brings, the, he's so clutch on third down. He's been your most steady receiver all year. It's like when you need somebody to make a play, he just seems to be that guy. But I, I think the other part, too, is he's a mature um, former quarterback that brings a, a, a type of leadership that I don't think you often find. And I think his leadership has really helped keep that receiving group together this year. And you don't lose it completely because it's not like he's banned from, you know, practice and film sessions because he's sure. hurt. But, you know, you lose that on the practice field, specifically on the game field, things like that. So it certainly hurts. But, uh, and of course, you just feel bad for the kid with everything he's had to endure and everything he's just powered through and the adversity yeah. he's overcome at Notre Dame just – Hate to see that happen, but maybe it becomes a blessing in disguise in 2022. You never know. Well, and that's, you know, Brian Kelly was saying today that, that Avery Davis was thinking NFL after this season, but he does have mm -hmm. a year of eligibility. Do you think maybe this could make it more likely that he's back next year? I think it at least makes it a discussion about coming back next year. I mean, yeah. I mean, look, to me, Avery, Avery was not going to finish his career with the type of production that was going to force you to pay attention to him like a Hunter Renfro had, you yeah. know. And he was going to—he was someone who was going to need the combine and the pro day to show, hey, I am fast, I am, you know, athletic, I am explosive, and all these types of things, to to be a a day three kind of guy. And now that he loses that, I don't I don't know what his projection is going to be draft wise. So he has a to me his decision is going to I'm pre predict is going to come down to. 
do you want to get healthy and, and, and hope that a team will sign you as an undrafted free agent and take a shot at you, a shot on you, or do you want to come back to Notre Dame and get right back at it, get back on that horse and, and have another productive year? Then next year you can go out and with more, you'll have more film, more production, all those type of things, and then you have a strong a strong combine. You'll be a two-time captain and all those kind of things. So I think, I think there was no reason for him to come back as of right now, you know, up, up, up until this past weekend. I mean, it's not like he's going to become a better player. It was you know, go to the combine, go to the pro day, show how explosive you are, show your speed, and somebody's mm-hmm. going to fall in love with you. Well, he can't do that now. So now I think there is a reason for him to come back because yeah. he's going to lose that chance to showcase. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Makes a lot of sense. Okay, so... Where that leaves the wide receiver position now is very thin. It was already mm-hmm. thin, and it is getting thinner. So Brian Kelly was asked what he is going to do, and I'll, just, I'll go ahead and play that uh, soundbite right now, and then we'll talk about it here in just a sec. Yeah, so Lorenzo will move into the slot, uh, Styles. So right. Styles will stay at the slot position, and you know he had been moving in and out of that position. Um, so... <clears throat> For example, he got 16 snaps, right? Avery got 44. So you'll see a flip there, obviously. Lorenzo will pick up the, the, the reps there. Um, you'll see Kevin Austin uh, play some X. Um, and uh, when when he's playing X, then Dion plays some W. Um, you know, so you'll see just a, you know, uh, an insertion of a little bit of, of what those guys have normally done, but we'll just move the parts around a little bit. I think you'll see a little bit uh, in the slot. Kyron, as you saw in the two-point conversion, he was in the slot. Um, you'll see Chris Tyree play a little bit of the slot uh, in certain situations. Uh, and we'll move Michael Mayer around a little bit. If you remember what we did with Tyler Eifert back, you know, he lined up into the boundary, um, which allows us to kick some of those receivers to the field. So we'll, uh, we've got enough moving pieces. I think uh, Jaden Thomas moves up from the scout team and, and takes some reps for us. Um, to take the load off some of the guys. Don't expect to get a, a big um, 
uh, bounce out of him in the game situation, but we're going to, we're going to need, you know, he and for the week in terms of getting up to snuff. And if we have another injury, he'd be the next guy that has to start learning what, uh, what we're doing. Okay. So there you go, Brian. Uh, what's your assessment of, of all that and where they are now with the wide receiver position? Well, the, the first thing I thought was interesting is he did discuss the fact that w when they go 12 personnel, Avery Davis has essentially been the X. And I think I believe that's what he was referring to with moving Kevin Austin to the X is now you have Deion Colsey at the W. You say, well, that doesn't do anything about the Z, which is the slot position. I believe he's referring to when they go 12 personnel. And it's been Avery Davis and Kevin Austin on the field. So I think that's where he's referring to there because you're replacing him not just in the slot, but – you know, in that 12 personnel package, which Notre Dame likes running 12 personnel. And then, you know, Lorenzo Styles makes a lot of sense when it comes to the 11 personnel package, which is the one back, one tight end, three mm -hmm. receiver alignment, where you have Avery Davis in the slot. That makes a lot of sense, too. We've seen Lorenzo play in the slot. His 40-yard catch against uh, USC two weeks ago, or uh, excuse me, it was, would have been North Carolina a couple weeks ago, was a play where he was in the slot and kind of, you know, ran a bubble screen and, and made that catch and made a guy miss. So he has that, uh, he has that ability to do that. The thing is, he's a freshman, and he's not as advanced as Avery Davis in all the different nuances of the game, uh, which you don't expect freshmen to be. So they have to make sure, okay, what does Lorenzo do well and build around that? You can't just say, hey, well, okay, this is what we did with Avery, so we need you to do what Avery did. It's No, it's you're the slot, but it's building around what Lorenzo does well. So I'm curious to see how that's going to look. And I also like the fact that Coach Kelly talked about this isn't just about plugging a, a guy into the slot and saying, okay, let's go. You have five healthy receivers. He just admitted that one of those five healthy receivers isn't really in a position to help them in games. Right. <laughs> you can't run an 11 personnel all game. 11 personnel, again, is the three receiver set. That means you have one backup that's ready to play. So you're going to have to find some other ways. I would I would love to see more 20 and 21 personnel. That's right. two backs on the field. Uh, you know, Obviously, you'd like to see Michael Mayer in the slot at times as well. I would rather see that with a run, second running back as opposed to a second tight end. And honestly, we talked about this on our podcast today. I kind of, I kind of got fired up and went into this long uh, discussion of how I'd like to see them use three backs at a time, not not like Ooh. in a rotation, but at a time. And I and I hearken back to the 2017 and 2015, 16, 15, 14 Oklahoma State teams that did a lot of that diamond formation out of the pistol. You know, so you have a running back behind you, and you're in the pistol, and you have a, a guy to your left and a guy to your right. They would use a receiver at one of those spots, but the way that Kyron Williams and Chris Tyree. Uh, catch the football right you could line up in one you can line up on one snap sean with with three backs michael mayer and kevin austin on the field and you can have a running back behind you a running back to your left a running back to your right in that diamond formation the next play you could come out and you could have those two guys in the slot and now all of a sudden you went three running backs one play now you're four wide the next play and start motioning in jets and all those types of things you could do a lot i mean the only thing limiting you there is your own lack of, of creativity and then you do that. Let's say you did that a series, and you happen to have Tyler Buckner and a quarterback. Virginia's like, what the heck is this? Like, what are they doing? <laughs> and then you come back the next series with 11 personnel, and you got Jack Cohn at quarterback, and you're like, okay, now I have no clue. You just spent the whole series before trying to figure out how to defend this three running back diamond formation, and now they come back with 11 personnel, and Jack Cohn's throwing it over your head. That's the kind of thing you can do late in the year if you're creative enough to say, hey, let's take advantage of the fact that we don't have our guy there and, and have some fun, be creative, ha give these kids some fun stuff to do that they can effect, you know, execute effectively. And now all of a sudden our next three opponents are like, what the heck? Now we got to deal with this. 
you know that's that's what i would like to see them do be be creative have some fun with it and that's how you that's how you build explosive offenses brian you've got me dizzy you've got me salivating <laughs> um here, here's my question though because I, I i love everything that you just said but you know it, it took what five games and a bye week for him to figure out hey we've got to go away from from one offensive approach and, and go with a little tempo do, do you think that we're that we're really going to see that this fast <laughs> i said that's what they should do <laughs> i made no illusions to that's what they will do okay i honestly don't have a clue i I'm concerned that we're just going to simply see 12 personnel with more of the second tight end who they're not, yeah. you know, they're rarely going to throw it to. I yeah. think we'll, we'll see some, see, still see 11 personnel and we should still see 11 personnel. It just can't be a 50 snaps a game out of 11 personnel. And I think that we'll see some two back, but I, I don't, I see them just kind of saying, Hey, here's what we do. Let's find different people to line up and do what we do. I, I don't, I don't see them doing that because that's never been Brian Kelly's you know, way of doing things where it's like, Hey, let's have some fun. Let's come out with some stuff this week. And it's not about creating 15 new plays. It's about new formations, which teams do all the time. And then just finding some unique things that are, that are in what you already do and, and just showing teams that some looks out of ways that you've never done before. I mean, teams do that all the time. I don't think they're going to do that, but I hope I can be hopeful, right? It's that time of <laughs> the year, true. right? It's November. Got Thanksgiving coming hope. up, you know, college football playoff. I can be hopeful until they give me a reason not to be. <laughs> the the good news, though, when he was talking about the red zone offense today, is he says they finally realize that they can't just throw more tight ends out there. That that going yeah, with thirteen, that. you know, is not the way to go. I, I imagine that had to perk you up a little bit. Yeah, especially when you go 13. And, and the funny thing is, is he'll say things and you're like, yeah, I think you're still missing the point, though. <laughs> the problem isn't 13 personnel. So when you go 13 personnel, they know that guy and that guy are not being thrown the football. So right. we don't have to count for them. Right. I mean, that that's more of the problem. And then when you do go 13 personnel, you have a quarterback who then is not really a threat to, to beat you with his legs. So you've now just made three guys are not threats to us as a defense. That that so that's the problem, and that that's the, the frustrating thing about some of the things Coach Kelly said is, you know, he he kind of makes it about oh it's the personnel the guy's got to make more plays. Well that's true, but the reason you get paid seven figures and the reason most of your offensive coaches make six figures is because it's your job to make sure that you put your players in position where they can play at their best. And you put them in position to be successful. And I don't think they've done that in the red zone. They didn't do it last year. They didn't do it this year. I felt that was something Chip Long did a really good job with, which is why the red zone offenses under him were great for the only time in Brian Kelly's entire tenure, the red zone offense was good when Chip Long was here. And so, but it was about building around the run, but then using your playmakers and coming up with ways to try to create some opportunities for them to go make plays. And there's been a mostly a lack of creativity in the red zone, in my opinion. Been a couple times they've gone with some interesting stuff and it's worked. But then the next week, it's like you know you pick a pass off against you know USC and you return it back to the four yard line. You go 13 personnel with Jack Cone a quarterback. Yeah, and you know I'm a big pro Jack Cone guy, but that's one of those instances that's. Just like screams Tyler Buckner, right? And that's Absolutely. just been some of the, yeah. the puzzling thing. That's not a player problem. That's a coaching problem that needs to be adjusted. And it's a it's a minor fix. It's a quick fix. It's there's things they can do within their framework, but they just got to make the decision to do it and coach kids up properly on how to go about doing it. Brian Driscoll, IrishBreakdown.com. How about that nose guard out there Saturday? Yeah. 
Kurt's pretty good. Kurt Heinrich. <laughs> I mean, because like even against the option, you st- you know taking away that dive, you still expect the line. You know, you just want right. the nose to eat up some space and and all that. Kurt Heinrich was just all over the place. Well, speaking of coaches putting players in position to be successful, I mean, Kurt Heinrich did a great job Saturday. But part of the reason is is because they allowed him to do a great job. And what I mean by that is a lot of times teams will use their their nose guard to just eat up blockers mm-hmm. against the triple option. And one of the biggest cardinal sins that teams make uh, when they play the triple option is to sort of be passive with the front. You know, don't let them attack. And Notre Dame did not do that. They said, this is the best part of our football team. We're going to let them attack. And it was obvious from, from snap one. And, you know, when you watch Kurt Heinisch just blowing up the fullback, I mean, just getting on the quarterback. Then the one drive they had in the first half, he had five tackles on that drive, the one field goal drive they had. And they get in the red zone. It's looking like they may get a touchdown. And all of a sudden, first down, they pass, and he gets a, you know, he gets a sack. And as we talked about last week, Navy cannot play when they get behind the sticks. He just he came up big when he needed to and was just just from snap to from the first snap to the final snap he was just a monster but he was allowed to be a monster he was yeah. put in position to be a monster and that's that's what it really greatness is about it's about we're going to put you in position to do this now it's up to you to go do it and Kurt Heinrich certainly did that on Saturday because even the other two noses had two tackles apiece yeah. so I mean you're yeah. talking about 14 total tackles <laughs> from that yeah. position out yeah. there. It's a great game plan. I mean, it was truly, and I said this in our post-game show, that was the best game plan I have ever seen against the option. And look, I've coached in the option. I've I played in the option for a year. I hated it. I've, you know, at the <laughs> division three level, we faced that a lot more than you face at the division one level. Imagine. We played a, a great triple option team in the playoff one year. I mean, I've been around it a lot, and I have never seen a game plan that was that effective schematically and then executed that well. And yes, Navy stinks, right? He'd be, oh yeah, but Navy stinks. I, I get that, but you did exactly what a great team is supposed to do against a team that stinks. You utterly dominated it from start to finish. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Yeah, and I thought it was interesting to hear that, you know, the way that Freeman was on them during the week leading up, you know, just the taskmaster that he was. And, like, the scout team offense led by Chase Ketter, who we talked about last week, the scout team offense during the week scored more touchdowns than Navy did Saturday. Yeah. So. Well, they get three days to do it. I would hope that they would score a little. Well, that's but true. That, no, but it, that's true. In all seriousness, though, I'm 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 kidding. I'm I'm joking about that. But my my point is is this: that's what practice is supposed to be about, right? Yeah. It's you challenge yourself. You put your guys in tough situations so that when they get to Saturday, 
That's the easy part. You've seen it a million times. There's nothing they're going to throw at us. I had a coach one time as my first year coaching. We were getting ready to play Wabash College. Their head coach was Chris Creighton, who's now at Eastern Michigan. And our head coach said, hey, first day of Tuesday, he goes, they blitzed a lot. I want you to just come up with any blitz possible that you can think of. Because his point was, I want to be challenged so much this week by the pressure packages that when we get to Saturday, there's nothing they can throw to us that we haven't seen. Uh, so you know, th- that to me is kind of what you did. And I, I, you could see Coach Freeman was really frustrated during the UC- USC game. You could see him on the side or the North Carolina game. You could see him on the sideline. He was clearly frustrated. And to, to hear about how he ha- conducted himself in practice, that is a coach that took accountability for the fact that his unit was not prepared. That, that's a coach who was frustrated that his players didn't execute the way he wanted them to, and he took accountability. Instead of yelling at them and saying, you know, get your head out of your new what and go play, he said, okay, I'm going to take responsibility for this, but I'm going to be on you, and I'm going to demand this from you, and then you p- prepare your players to be successful because the game plan against North Carolina was good, in my opinion. The execution of it was poor. Right. He made sure that that was going to be the case this week, and if they can apply that these next three games – this defense is going to finish on a very, very strong note. Yep, and a different kind of offense, obviously, that we'll see Saturday. We'll talk yeah, more it's, about it's that. It's the principles. It's right. know your assignment, right. do it hard, execute, take good angles of the ball, wrap up, tackle in space. It, it, it's, it, it's a different offense, but the principles you can apply, whether you're running a 3-3-5 or a 4-2-5 or a 4-3 or whatever, sure. that's really the key. Is everyone's, you're all a very important part, individual part of one collective unit. And I need you to do your job as hard as you can and as well as you can with the proper technique and then trust the guy next to you to do the same thing. And that's what you, that that's the key to stopping the option, but it's also the key to, to being great in other areas. But you have to focus on it so much against the option that it becomes a part of who you are. Now it's about maintaining that, that philosophy of do your job, be aggressive, attack, and do your job the way that we're telling you to do your job and trust the guy next to you. You're going to be all right, and I think that's the part that applies. Brian Driscoll, IrishBreakdown.com. What else is going on right now? Well, a lot of a lot of discussion here about well, we have a breakdown on our site about what you can do now that Avery Davis is out. We kind of dive into the weeds a little bit. I got a little little nerdy. I nerded out a little bit on the show today, you know, just kind of getting into all the different things. I felt like I was back in the, you know, Sunday Sunday after a game breaking down film of our next opponent. We'll have a lot of pr- uh, analysis of the upcoming Virginia game. Like you said, completely different type of offense. If Brendan Armstrong plays, this will arguably be the best offense they're going to face all year. So they're going to have to be prepared for that. And then we'll have a little recruiting stuff this week. I'm going to write an article about how Marcus Freeman, Mike uh, Elston, and Mark, Mike Mickens have really destroyed a lot of myths that have existed the last 20 years about what you can and cannot do when it comes to recruiting at Notre Dame. So you're going to want to check that out as well. All right. Sounds good. Brian Driscoll, irishbreakdown.com, the Sports Illustrated website. Great stuff as always. I will talk to you again Wednesday. Looking forward to it. Thanks for having me on. All right. Thank you. <laughs> We'll be right back.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.